welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, well, three weeks break for me personally. Uh, we're back at Footy Fantasy Pod. If you're joining, before I dive in and introduce uh, our guests, our esteemed guest, one who's smiling so much. I don't know why she's smiling, but before we introduce her, oh my goodness, here we go. <laughs> before we introduce her and the other guy, I'll do a quick admin. If you're watching this, um, like, share, subscribe, Footy Fantasy Pod. It's on there um, on all our platforms. It's called Footy Fantasy. Um, we're going to have a clear routine now. Like an hour after the live stream, you can find the recorded version on YouTube. Um, 8 a.m. every Monday, Central Time, you can find the podcast version if you're a podcast person to be on um, all Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And on Tuesdays at 8 a.m., you can find clips if you want clips, short clips of, you know, the whole podcast. Um, so, yeah. So just like, share, subscribe. We'll dive in. I actually forget that this is not just on YouTube. I actually need to subscribe to it on my on podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I always forget. <laughs> I'll, send you, I'll send you the link for sure. Okay. I'll um, so we'll start with you, of course, uh, Linger, Liverpool fan. Quadruple chasing Liverpool fan. Whatever, man. We're just minding our business. <laughs> Fighting on all fronts. You know, it must be nice. I've been saying that since the last one day. <laughs> Hating silently. It must be nice to be a title race. You've been bitterly saying must be nice for months now. <laughs> I think on Gomez, you're like, oh, Gomez can cross too. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, our teams are like, you know, on the beach. Flip-flops out. Mm -hmm. You know, sandals already off. Some of us are teams, but. Nice to join us again. How have you been? Doing well, Finger? Yeah, I've been good. I've been good. Um, busy as well, just obviously with um, things reopening, no longer restrictions anymore. So life has definitely gone busy. But I like the busy, though. It's good busy. So okay. and thanks for having me on here. I look at my Sorry? calendar. I'm like, I have so many things to do again. Whoa, yeah, I do, have, I do have a few trips to book. And it's... Um, wow. It was trips that were booked uh, prior to COVID and mm -hmm. during um, 2020 and 2021 okay. in anticipation of things reopening. So mm -hmm. now I'm under pressure to use all these credits in the same yeah. year. So yeah. it's going to be fun. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Uh, Linga, anything fun you've been up to this past couple of weeks? Last um, yesterday, oh, this is a shout out for those in the culture. Um, I saw boys to men play with the San Francisco Symphony. Oh, wow. And I just felt like I was like a little kid in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> they still got it. It was incredible. It was so good. I'm um, doing a little bit of traveling coming up soon as well. I'm trying to figure out, you know, if anyone wins anything interesting, if I'll be able to make it over to England for any kind of thing that could happen to celebrate, <laughs> should someone win anything. Okay. Who knows if anyone won anything? Okay, so if Man, City, if Man City wins the treble, you're going to go to Manchester. I mean, I'm going to go so I can see their 10 fans and heckle them. <laughs> Liverpool fans and their superstition. My goodness. Maybe 11 fan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so, of course, today we have a couple of things to talk about. We're going to talk about the walk-up, right? The draws were on Friday. Uh, there were good draws outside, of course, Nigeria. Lost out. It's, it's it's tough for some of us, right? Some of us that support Manchester United, Nigeria national team, San Antonio sports basketball team, Green Bay Packers. 
football team. <laughs> it's just sorrow, sorrow, sorrow. But it's okay. I'm praying just taking for you L's. every day. I'm praying for you. You're depositing those L's all the time, eh? Just I see. Got to brush the dirt off, stand up, like pray, pray, prayer. Uh, so we we'll start with the World Cup. So I guess question, you know, like like first of all, like who's gonna go? Like group of debt. Um, what do you think is the group of debt? Uh, we can start with um, Lingria. What do you think? I need a second to pull up all of the different groups. I think okay. everyone keeps saying it's like the UK, US, and like Iran and someone, and I'm confused as to why people are saying that. Ooh. I thought there were two groups of challenge, but no groups of death, death. So let me pull it up. Okay. Um, someone else okay. go, as I'm looking into it. Okay, uh, Josh, do you? Okay, I'll say uh, group H. That's the one that stands out for me because those are teams that there isn't, uh, you've got Portugal who struggled to qualify for the um, for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. They could be hot, they could be cold. Uh, obviously, they've got talented players. It's just a matter of if they can um, if they can get that cohesion, right, um, in the tournament. And also, there's going to be a lot of pressure on them because it's Ronaldo's, well, it could be Ronaldo's last World Cup. Mm-hmm. We don't know. And then Ghana, um, you know, they have a good young team. Obviously, unfortunately, Nigeria lost the uh, Jalof Rice. Uh, <laughs> derby, so. <laughs> unfortunately, it was sad to see. Uh, it was sad to see Nigeria um, not make it. But Ghana is a very close neighbor, so uh, it's all. It's okay to see Ghana um, represent. Um, and then you have Uruguay. Where that's a team that obviously South American teams are always very hard to uh, mm. predict. You know, they have that, they just have that determination. And so it's going to be very interesting to see what Uruguay does. And then you've got South Korea, who, yes, they're not the most threatening team, but they're also a decent team and can hurt any team on on it. On, on yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. So, okay, I see what you mean. I think what you're trying to say is like you have close, almost three teams that are close, like when it comes to level of strength or quality. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe strength. They're kind of close to each other, which is Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. Yeah, those three. Yeah, and then I put Portugal in there just because um, they have the names on paper, but can they are they performing to the to that level, right? That we expect them to. So, yeah. Fair enough. And I wonder uh, to what extent it's about moving past. I don't think they're built around Ronaldo in the same way, but. To what extent is it actually about embracing the really exciting talent that they do have on the Portuguese team in Jota or even Fernandez or someone like some of these players could really have a chance to shine. But if everything is pinned on Ronaldo, who's obviously, of course, still an incredible player, but I feel a little iffier about them if it's all about Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fair. And I think that's kind of what they've kind of started moving away from in a way mm-hmm. where in the sense that Ronaldo drifts to the left. And like you said, it's usually yeah. like Jota going down the middle or Fernandez. You know, I think their coach is becoming also more attacking, if I can say say that. Because before mm-hmm. that, their coach just plays like low block, boring football, tries to counter, which is what they did. It was in Euros and they got like embarrassed mm-hmm. on the Euros. It's, yeah. I think he's become he's trying to become more expansive. Yeah. Renato, Renato Sanchez, former flop, former wonder kid who became mm-hmm. a flop, or like kind of found his way back in a way. Yeah. For Leo, uh, Linga, what are, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, again, I think I think what you're saying is closest to a group of death. 
I still feel like I don't see one where I'm like, whoa, brutal. I just see juicy matchups. Like I'm interested in Spain and Germany being in the same group. I'm interested in like France, Denmark, Tunisia, like, but again, they're not like huge teams to me, like Argentina, Poland, I'm very interested and excited about. Even like, I think Senegal, Netherlands will be good if Senegal, Senegal gets their act together, more on that later. England, US, a lot of these games seem interesting, but for most of the groups barring, you know, you never know, I can pretty easily choose two teams that will go through apart from that group. Okay, fair, fair. I, to echo your points, I think group E, especially if somebody like, uh, if Costa Rica comes there, in my opinion, right? Because that is the mm. group. And Costa Rica are a tricky team. They, have, they always do very well. Germany, Japan. Japan to last World Cup, right? Didn't they make like, they got to like second round. They did pretty good. Out. Yeah, they did pretty yeah. good. So that group is a very, very tricky group, in my personal opinion. It's like, mm-hmm. and that's the group I am looking at, like, hmm, this could be interesting, right? The yeah. other interesting group is group B. For different reasons, right? I think just for like for weird reasons. England, United States, Iran, all in the same group, you know. <laughs> they all have I a think... lot of grudges against each other. Right, right? exactly. They have a lot of <laughs> unlike grudges against each other in a way that they have. And people are looking forward to that, all the um political grudges. They all have yeah. I also yeah. think that United States fans are I'm now better with them. I used to really hate the U.S. team and hate all the fans because they never they never watched any other football. Yeah. They talk so much trash around the World Cup. And now I know so many U.S. fans who support, you know, in the Prem or La Liga or whatever, so they know what they're talking about. I still think they're a little delusional, and I'm not excited about ESPN talking about Christian Pulisic every single second of the day with 1,000 posts. Um, they're a good team. They're a good young team. They have some really good young players. But I, I still feel like they're a little too wet behind the ears. Like beating Mexico isn't the same thing as being in the World Cup and facing England. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I actually probably don't see them coming through that group, especially if Wales comes out of the. Um, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Wales is that's a. If just, Wales is in a, that group, or even Scotland, Scotland can be a little spicy. That's true. That's true. They they still have the hearts, you know, the passion passion merchants. They've got Football. the Robo Madness. <laughs> They've got a few good people, McGinn. They've got a few. They've got a few uh, players. Fashion merchants. Like, that's fashion merchants. Yeah. A lot, a lot of fashion merchants there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the African teams. Um, I'll now start with you, Linga. Which African team do you Senegal. Think? <laughs> 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 I hope you know Senegal. Because I know you're like, uh, you know. Um, I'm Senegambian. Yeah, I know. No matter what Amara says. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think, you know, again, it becomes on paper versus in performances. Senegal yeah. is such a good team. I'll put Senegal yeah. up against a lot of the best European and South American teams as well. I just see them play and I'm not convinced. I can't tell if it's like still a little bit of apprehension or something. Like, even in AFCON, of course they won it and they had some moments, but I don't think I've seen that many beginning to end super convincing, like dominating games from Senegal, despite them having literally every player in every position to make that happen, pretty right. much. So I believe in Senegal a lot. I think that they'll do the best of the African teams. And I don't know. I feel like I always need to see them play to see how it's going to go, as opposed to like looking at the roster and knowing how the game's going to look. Okay. 
I'll echo your And also the actual Jollof people. So (laughs) Jollof Cup maybe comes to Senegal. Oh, yeah. I forget. The Jollof thing, too. We're the Jollof people. Man, don't get me started on people. (laughs) Everyone's doing that, eh? You guys created it, I guess, but we, like, modified it and made it, like, you know. Whatever you say. (laughs) I see. Have you had Nigerian party Jollof? Have you had it before? I've had it. It's really good. There's actually a Jollof festival in Oakland every year. Oh, oh yeah, wow. it's super fun. Like everyone's food is super delicious. I still think Senegal and Gambia make it best, but I like the changes. I like the differences. Different tastes. Oh, okay. Okay. I knew there was that. Oh, that's why Bola is so into the jello force. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That makes, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Echoing your words with Senegal. I think with Qatar, Ecuador, Netherlands, I think Senegal should get out of that group. No. Mm. And I say this because I know you talked about AFCON and they were like the games. One thing I've learned over the years is never to judge African teams' performances in AFCON and transpose that to like because AFCON is such a unique tournament. Is right. everybody's quick, like so the stereotype. I hate using it. The pace of <laughs> stereotype is gone. No, but you don't have any advantage of that. Mm. It's gone. So everybody has pace and power. Most people are twice as strong as you are, right? So it's very quick. It's very physical. There's no space. So that advantage. That you have as an African player who plays abroad, like you know, most of the Senegalese team is sure. gone. So it's more about organization. Afcon is organization. So that Senegal team is very good. If they don't have key injuries, when you transfer this like to the World Cup, and their group is not that difficult. No. And I remember from 2002, right? When Senegal went out all the way to quarterfinal in the World Cup when they beat France. The, the Afcon before then, they sucked. I think they came out. Yeah. With- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's I've come to learn that it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, like, sure. Afcon to like walk up like back in the days, like Egypt were winning Afcon, like you know, in their sleep. Yeah. Their but they but never, never qualified for the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be knocked out group stages. That's how bad they were. So, and even this year, my friend said it. My friend is so savage. The other day, she was like, I was talking about how Senegal's playing the Netherlands and like how it's actually more emotionally challenging for me because I like Virgil much more than I like Mo. And she's like, it's so great that Mo will be able to sit and support his teammates as they play at the World Cup. And I was like, oh, oh. wow. I know. <laughs> that must be that must be that must be a weird experience in the in the locker room, right? Like coming back home and Mane's the one getting all the praise for winning the AFCON. And then second time. Coming back and Mane is getting all the praise for qualifying for the World Cup against right. Egypt again. That's I mean, Mo Salah will be hurt. <laughs> he's consistently asked the club not to make a big deal of it, which I think he should do. Like, hello, grow up. Like Mo gets all the praise generally, so give Mane his moment. But I think it, the vibe must be weird. It must yeah, be, it definitely must be weird. And but I I don't know the dynamics. You probably know better than me, being a Liverpool fan. You know what dynamics, especially. If this rumors, or is it true? I heard, I was seeing rumors on Twitter that he has got his contract. We're, we're oh. see, we'll see. It's Bye. all like daily fail and places like that. So I need to see someone legit true. post it. Uh, okay, okay. Because I'll go back to what I'm trying to say is if he gets that huge bumper contract, how does Manley feel about that? I mean, if yeah, he gets that huge bumper contract, it's for, you know, it's we're like, getting into the Liverpool hypo- hypotheses here, but yeah. people don't think that we're going to keep all three of them this summer. Who's the and person? if Mo gets the contract, then who's gonna leave? We'll see. Who's the third person? Who's the third person? Who's the third Bobby Firmino. Well, I think it's Bobby's gone. <laughs> we'll I think see. yeah, I think he's more likely the one to leave. 
Yeah, I think Bobby's gone. You can. I see worry that. so much that it's Mane because we'd get more for him. You know what? That's actually true. That's actually the money ball. You know, that's the whole principle behind the money ball um, hypothesis that the FSG people have. So that's that's actually a good point. That's yeah. probably what, what yeah. might happen. But I can definitely see Firmino going to Barcelona. I don't know why. I just feel like Barcelona, they're in desperate need to get players like that. So I can definitely, that's why I feel he's the one to leave just because, and it's not because of the money, because I don't think Liverpool right now, they're more focused on getting money from players. I think they're more uh, trying to upload just, you know, like a player like Firmino, he's at that age, I think he's what, 31 now, where, yeah, you know, now they've got, yeah, now they've got Jota and, um, Yes. David, uh, David Luiz, right? That can kind of... Diaz. We don't have David Luiz. Oh, my God. Luis Diaz. <laughs> Luis Diaz. Diaz. Sorry, Luis Diaz. David Luiz. Don't ever say that again. I knew there was something off. I knew there was something off. No. Yeah, Luis Diaz. Luis Diaz. Yeah. Luis Diaz. You never know, though. You might get him next summer. He might come on a free. <laughs> you better go somewhere else no, but, but I definitely do echo what you guys are saying about I think Senegal as well uh, mm-hmm. they're the I think that, that a team that has played together the longest um, like in terms of experience mm-hmm. uh, with their players and um, I was going to say too yeah like you were saying about the AFCON obviously bigger teams usually struggle in AFCON like obviously Ayo has uh, given basically the reasons as well. And also just the weather, right? They're used to playing in England. Then they come where it's 30 degrees or 35 degrees, you know, of sun. And also the quality of the pitch is totally different, right? So uh, when you're used to playing on a silk, you know, surface, and then you're going to uh, potholes, it's a bit different, right? So I think all those things do uh, play. But I'm, I also reserve as well uh, from uh african teams in tournaments like these is um at least i can speak for nigeria where it's like they go to these you know they play well they're supposed to you know um they go to these tournaments and then they just kind of lose their heads and they just don't it feels like they're not even in the tournament they don't feel like you know they're not up for it whether it's because of money or whatever it is so i'm hoping that that african politics stays away from the team and then they can actually focus on football and I think, yeah, Senegal definitely has everything it takes to get out of that group. But Senegal had a good shot reserved... last time. It was just that nonsense yellow cards thing. Yeah, exactly. With yeah, uh, Was yeah. it Suarez? No, was that Suarez? or No, Suarez was Ghana. Suarez no, was Suarez Ghana. Is, no, Senegal had... It's like the rule where, like, if you've had more yellow cards than the other team or something, they progress if oh. you have the same. It's this weird thing, oh, and I was true. furious. I was they furious. Third, right? They keep third, so they were part of the best. Yeah. Team. Yes, that's true. I remember that, that does make sense. And yeah, Ecuador, right? Like, I always reserve like South American teams. They're always just that, like, enigma. They're always you can never rule them out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. South American teams. So, so, so my other pick, um, who I think is African team that who got Morocco. I think Morocco will come out of the group. I know you probably have a Canadian bias there, Josh. Then the group. Ooh, Morocco! Wow. I think I think Morocco could come out as one of the best third teams, at the, at the worst, and at the best, I think they can even come second behind uh, Belgium. I really do. That's actually a t- that's an interesting group. I, yeah, Ooh, Canada, Canada has their moments. Croatia, that team's a little old, but they can yeah. still do stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 group is a group that is you know 
probably could be another shout for like mm. group of death. <laughs> <laughs> There's really no group of death this time around. Yeah. There really isn't, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, so this are, so we're gonna do one. We're gonna I'm gonna ask you guys which African team you think will make it to the second round and who not. And I'll start first. I think Senegal will make it. Yeah. I think Morocco will make it. Who else we got? I'm not that confident in Cameroon. Mm. No, definitely not. This not are, from that group. So that's me. I think Cameroon, Tunisia, Cameroon, or... Tunisia, and Ghana are going home. That's my. That's yeah. My. Those, yeah. are, those are my thoughts. I don't know about you guys. I'm sad Ivory Coast didn't get in. I don't know. They're usually interesting to check out. Yeah, yeah. What happened? What did they lose to? They didn't even make. I actually it don't even remember. I was actually just checking. Like, wait, where yeah. are the Ivory Coast? They didn't make it to like the final legs. Okay. They did not. They, they finished third in that group. They were pretty poor. Qualifiers. Yeah, they were really poor. Um. Anybody has any other thoughts about the African teams before we? I'm just excited. Um, I'm excited. I think we have a good shot. As a continent, but especially as Senegal. Okay. Okay. Uh, Champions League. So before we do the bracket, because the bracket will take a while, right? I'm going to go like, you know, all yeah. <laughs> you know, and I have like a, you know, just for I have a paper proof. I'll, I'll write everybody's score prediction <laughs> now. Dai already sent me his text. I saw, I saw he tried to join. I don't know what happened. Maybe his internet. Um, I'll create like a you know a league. I think Josh was part of the last one we did last year. You were um that was the Euros, right? That we did. Did okay. I win the last no? I didn't win the last one, I don't think. No, you did not. You did not. I said I thought you were part of the Champions League one we did last year. No, it was Euros. Euros. No, because I think I joined late. Yeah, I joined late. Okay. But we, we did the Euro one together. We absolutely did. Yeah. Uh before we jump into the bracket itself, since we have a Liverpool resident here, what I thought, <laughs> let's do like a quick preview from you liverpool benfica on tuesday what do you how do you think it's gonna go because i think first leg is in uh is it tomorrow i mean sorry this week uh... yeah it's in portugal right on tuesday it's on... we play tuesday is yeah. it in portugal or is it on anfield first leg um i think it's in portugal but i don't remember actually i'll look it up why why you give us your preview what, what are your thoughts about the game how do you think it's gonna go uh it's um, in portugal first game yeah. okay i think we're gonna win <laughs> wow! Like, it, like, it's good. I don't, I don't know. A route. How has Benfica been this season? Like, honestly, like I couldn't tell you that much about their team right now. They beat the Ajax, and everybody thought I thought Ajax was going to beat them. They beat the Ajax. They're yeah, phys, they're very physical team. I saw one or two of their games. I, mm -hmm. I think I saw the bootlegs against Ajax. I saw those ones for sure. Then I saw one game in the group stage. They're a very physical team. That's what I remember. They're very, very physical. Um, they play low block and a low block too, right? So yeah, yeah. Mm. well, so that's what I, I remember about them. I see us scoring two or three, um, maybe conceding one. It depends on how physical they are. I think that like we still do well with physical teams, even though our forwards are like kind of small. <laughs> Most bulky, but they're all very short. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I I think it's gonna be a good game. Honestly, I just feel like we're in like, you know, in Super Mario when you get the star and you're sort of shining. Like, I just feel like we're in a good place right now as a team. We're winning yeah. ugly. We're winning whenever we need to. Like, I just, I feel pretty confident. Hmm. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> I know. I know. Just out Hashtag here. Hashtag must be nice. I'm just a spectator at this point as a, as a fan. <laughs> Wait, do y'all support United? 
Yeah. He's just, yeah, he supports United. You can see at the background. He has United as the background. Oh, true, true. Yeah, he does. Uh, so let's, let's, uh, let's just go in directly to the back end. Let's not. Benfica, Liverpool. Uh, Linger, I need your aggregate scoreline. Over two legs. Yes. 5-1. Ooh. She went hard. Jeez, I guess Salah is scoring, is scoring a hat-trick. I mean, once, <laughs> once, he, once he signs that contract, man, I, we need some goals immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Get a return on that investment. Exactly. Crazy. 5-1. Josh, Benfica, Liverpool. I'm going Liverpool, uh, three-one. Aggregate scoreline, okay. Yeah, three-one on that. I think Benfica can nick in a goal, um, and at home. Uh, I think it will be like a draw the first leg, and then uh, two nothing in the second leg. It's... Okay, that Dio didn't give me scoreline. He just gave me. <laughs> Well, he, want, he says Liverpool goes through too. So I have Liverpool going through. I have Liverpool going through at 4 0. Mm. I don't see Benfica scoring. Sure. Okay, we'll come back to you. Finger. Villarreal. Uh, Bayern. I mean, Bayern's going to go through. Will they take it easy on them? That's the real question. Let's go. Um, six three. Wow, I'm just envisioning these high-scoring games to entertain myself. Like, watch us grind. Let's watch Evan grind out one-one draws. Lewandowski is going to have a party, huh? Looks like exactly. Josh, you like Bayern? I was going to go Bayern three nothing, but I'm tempted to go four nothing on this one. But I'll stick with three nothing. That was my first. You see, decision. I see like a Villarreal like spicy three three, and then a three nil. But Villarreal, they have a they have a good team, right? And mm-hmm. they have a good coach as well, who is experienced. So that could be tricky. Mm-hmm. And Bayern's defense isn't really the greatest at the moment, too. So I'm going to shock everybody with mine. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not gonna do that. I almost wanted to just to make it fun. To actually, I was going to do that, to make it fun. If there's any upset, I'm going to say this straight away. This is a tie. I think there's gonna be an upset. If there's any upset, I think this is a tie. So I'm going by. But I will sneak through, boy, to be super close. Okay. It's to be three two in my opinion. It's going to be very very close. It's going to be very close. Yeah, that's. But Bayern was tricky. So I have three two, Bayern or two three, I guess. Uh, he has Bayern, of course. Dyer is a Bayern fan, so that's half is settled. Man City, Atletico Madrid, Linger. What do you think? I mean, it's interesting. City goes through. Um, City goes through with like, like a four-three or like a three-two. Like I think a goal will separate it. A goal separated. I think so. I think so. I don't think on Madrid. I mean, they're always ready. Like they're up for anything. City's just such a. It's just they're just such a good team that they'll go through. But I think Atletico will give them a bigger challenge than most of us. Okay, uh, Josh. Um, I'm gonna go City four two. 
I think that's gonna that's gonna be another one that is gonna be a tough game because uh, that's another low block. Well, we just lost to Atletico Madrid, so we know how difficult it is to. I mean, you lose to um, everybody, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad when you have no comeback. It's sad when you have no comeback. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I would drink water, water for that. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, like we said, right? Pep likes to overthink things, so uh, he might make it difficult for himself. But I do see like I do see them coming out with, um, I do see them coming out with the results. So I'll say four two mm-hmm. on this one. Okay, four two. I have City going through, but I have the different opinion. I think City are going to battle them. Wow. Okay. And this is my thought process why, and I think that we can be doing this right. Why, why we have the reason, the reasons behind our predictions, we can yeah if we want to. I think as bad as Manchester United are this season, we manage that second leg better. Mm, sure. Just like like Elanga's goal that hit uh, Oblak's head, that goal goes in. Yeah. Let's go that day. I honestly really think so. Like, and that's how bad we've been. Let's go is not a good team. They are not a good team this season, in my opinion. Sure. City are going to batter the hell out of them. I'm so confident of that tie. <laughs> that's how it probably end like 5-0 or 5-1. Wow, okay, okay. It's so easy. The way City play and like dominate possession and just like a death by, you know, I always say... A thousand cuts, yeah. It's a death mm-hmm. by a thousand cuts. Like just, they manage every like component of their game to the fine, fine tooth. Right. I think they'll beat them easily. It'll be an easy victory. Easy. I think they're yeah. such fighters though. Like that's that's my thing. I think, like, yeah. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I can see both I just sides, think they're yeah. a bunch of like they're <laughs> madmen. Like I think Atletico will like they'll leave it on the field. Like they'll do whatever it takes. That's why I think it'll be close. But I agree that City to me is like pretty much the most perfect team playing right now. So if they battered them, I wouldn't be that surprised. But I think Atletico's spirit to me like keeps them in the game. That's true, but when when this is why I have about spirit, right? I think Atletico spirit always worked those years when they were great mm. because they were actually a quality organized team. They were really cool in what they do, like you know, low block. Sure. The last year, two years, even though they won the league in Europe, like um, just because of the kind of players the ball, like Jao Felix, Simone has tried to change his approach and philosophy to be this attacking, you know, like type football, and it's not working. And he's not trying to revert back to like, okay, let me go back a little block. So they are calling between both faces where the players don't like know, oh, should we go expansive? Should we go? That's where sure. they're calling right now. Yeah. And they're not calling, not, apart from mentality, they're calling that space because they bought players to fit the other attacking, like Jao Felix just wants to like go for the attack. Um, sure. Griezmann, same thing. Um, yeah. This guy, that Lemar, Thomas Lemar, they have all these players that are like expressive, and they're not caught in between that and people like Kondogia who just want to sit and defend and Sao Niguez. Like, so that's kind of, I think that's that's what they're calling it. Koke, sure. so I was in Chelsea now. I meant Koke. They're caught in between both philosophies. Mm. And I think because of that, like they're going to probably overestimate how good they think they were and they're going to, and City are going to batter them. Because City, like, City's game is midfield. I think midfield wasn't that great. Josh, watch that game. I mean, it wasn't that great. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, that, it, it is true. And- we were very yeah. good. It wasn't that great. Like City would just like boss them in the midfield and batter them. That's what I think is gonna happen. Yeah. I I feel like I don't think they're gonna I see what you're saying. I think um watching them against United, there were also times that they could have scored and 
you know, the tie would have been done as well. But they kept making, uh, they were very unsure yeah. with their play. Like going forward, they were obviously uh, defensively they were solid, but attacking wise they were very unsure. With you know, no, we're not sure if this person was gonna you know advance forward with the with the ball carrier, and they made a lot of bad passes or sure. you know mistake passes that if they had just if they if they were had more um uh if they were more decisive in their attack i think they could have easily beaten us a lot more than they did so it's hard to see it but i think everybody knows city right everyone knows that when you're going when you're playing against city you're not going to have much of the ball you're not going to see much of the ball so i think atletico this is going to be the perfect game for them to do what they do best <laughs> sure. play without yeah. the ball so this is where like I definitely see how City can definitely batter any team. They can definitely batter Atletico, which they, they can for any team. But I can also see it going the other way where, you know, they've already been to Manchester and being the rivals. And now they're feeling more confident now going back to the same city. Even though it doesn't mean much, yeah. but there's still that like now they're comfortable. Well, it feels like they're going away, but they feel more. It feels like a familiar away that they're going to. So. I don't know. It's it's going to be a tough one, but is that's going to be a, an interesting game to watch too? It could for really sure. easily be either. Like that's the thing. That's what that's what yeah. makes it to me like the, one of the juicier, more unpredictable matchups. Like it could be a total mauling home and away, yeah. or it could be this weird, edgy like city keep possession, but I let to go. You know, kind of without the ball. Yeah, just yeah. Okay. I also think like uh, uh, the city debt like. There's this analogy. Um, like, is it Musa Kwonga, the ESPN podcast guy? He used to work in ESPN. He has his own pod now. He calls it. He calls City the Death Star, right? Mm. I feel like getting Grealish was specifically to assemble the Death Star for the Champions League, in my opinion. And that's all Pep has been building up to for this Champions League, sure. where they have this false like midfielders that can keep the ball and keep the ball and keep the ball until you get frustrated and you go out of shape. Then bang. Either two pass comes. That's that's literally what City does now. Like mm. they keep the ball, like they, they switch, they switch, switch overloads. They keep the ball, short, short passes. One person get frustrated and you come out of shape. Bang! That's that's when they yeah. go. In, you know. And so, what's what's the one flaw then? Right? There's one flaw in the plan of the Death Star. <laughs> what's the one flaw in City? Is it Pep overthinking things? Like I don't I don't know. I think that Pep yeah, I would say that. <laughs> in my opinion, I think the 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 flaw of the Death Star that City have. That they kind of managed last season. I, I thought that he figured out last season in the league, but I think the one flaw they have is the counter, like down the center. Mm. Down, like they right. get like down the center, they get counter attack easily down the center. Yeah. And that's why when he made those changes, that Champions League final, like what? No Rodri, no Fernandinho playing. Um, mm. He played Gundogan as, as a DM. Like, what? What are you doing? And that's that was the mistake I think he made there. I think that's their major flaw. And I yeah. think they really need this guy to come back, Ruben Diaz. Oh, that that injury that hit Diaz a big big blow. If Diaz doesn't make it back before their semifinal, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Problem, you're right. In my opinion, that against Chelsea because that's where I guess I let cut out the bag already. Chelsea Real Madrid, let's go, Linga. <laughs> oh, oh, this is this is the tough one for me. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Real Madrid, but I'm not sure I believe it. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. What was your scoreline? I'm gonna go with a. 
I'm going to go with a 4-3, and I'm just going to asterisk it could be on either end. But I'm going to go with Madrid. 4-3? Okay. Okay. I just dream of high-scoring games. When we get to the next like round, it. I think everything's going to be like an edgy 1-0. <laughs> it looks like the international break didn't do you well, eh? You were <laughs> you're so eager for football. I'm back. I'm like, give me some goals. <laughs> Let's see. We have to talk City Liverpool at the end of this. <laughs> okay, Josh. Yeah, for me, this is, a, this is another close one, but... I just feel Real Madrid, they're on good form right now. Uh, they're basically, they've basically won La Liga, obviously. Um, they can still, obviously, they still need to um, win their games in La Liga, but they have, you know, they have the upper hand in La Liga, so uh, they can definitely invest more in the Champions League now. And obviously, Benzema, if, as long as he comes back from his injury, uh, you know, True. he's been on form. He's been, you know, he's been their catalyst, so. I definitely see him. I can definitely see him um, scoring. Modric as well has been really good this season. The thing, the other thing with Chelsea right now, I was I was leaning towards Chelsea at first, but because of everything that's going on with them from a political standpoint, um, ownership change, uh, the fans protesting, there's just so much going on with Chelsea right now that as much as they're trying to say that it's not a distraction, it is a distraction. You know, it's. You know, it's like if you're an employee for a company and there was so much media attention in your company for various reasons, it's going to impact your work. So that's where I'm going to that's why I'm going to go with Real Madrid uh, one nothing. Oh, it'll be a very low because also too like Chelsea has been struggling to score goals. Uh, Real Madrid without Benzema, I don't see where the goals are going to come from. So I feel like he's got to have a good game for them to score. So. Okay. Wow. One zero. Okay. Okay. So Real Madrid. So the semi-final part is complete because Dio also has. Um... Oh, what am I and what about you? What about you? Well, uh, <laughs> Dio has Chelsea going through. I have Chelsea going through, and I think it's going to be very, 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 very tight. Like I'm, I echo Josh. I think it's going to be very tight. KG, you know, um, what's his name? I know I always have this joke around. I think I put it on the forum yesterday. Like, I think uh, Tuku plays what they call... I see, I saw the joke actually online. Plays Satan football. His football... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to call it his back five, like three DMs. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's very boring Satan football. I just like, back <laughs> boring. Like, you watch it, you want to go to sleep. That's, that's just literally how... Two cool plays on that chest that is successful. When he tries to open up, that's when they always go, they always run into trouble. When he tries to like, oh, let me play back for them, be expansive in against a decent team. So I think it's going to go back to his back five, you know, Kante, Kovacic. I think it's going to be 2 1, Chelsea. I think Chelsea will nick it just because of the over reliance on Benzema, on Big Benz. I think that reliance is too much at this point. And I think Chelsea have a better midfield, right? That's just kind of when I look at very tough games, I always think who has the better midfield? You know, Kante and Kovacic, Chelsea, Chelsea pretty much have like, or like in football team, they have like running backs. I like to call it, they're like running backs. Those guys will run all over you. Like they'll press you, win the ball, carry it forward, track back. Like sure. yeah, yeah. hard to play against that midfield. Like two guys that just yeah. like run, run, run with the ball. So, mm. and I think Madrid on the, like Chelsea is a team that, the teams that successfully kind of beat them, 
or dominate them. If you don't have a better midfield, you have to take them to the wings, right? Madrid mm-hmm. is not really like they don't have that anymore. They don't have like they don't really use wingers. They have like uh, what's his name? What's that? Vinicius. Vinicius, who's not really a winger. He plays like you know. Right. He, he, so he plays. He, caught, he cuts inside. So I think just because of the strengths and the matchups, I think Chelsea two one. I think Chelsea will scale to two one. So then, if we do the next bracket, or who's Vic, who's whose choice are we going with in the next round, or do you use both options? Whose choice? What do you mean? Whose choice? So when we go to like City playing, are we going to go with City oh, playing Chelsea sure. or City playing Real Madrid? Oh no! So we're going to go with everybody has their own bracket. So like, oh, okay, okay, sure. Everybody's going to have their own bracket. That's how okay. that's we're doing it. So okay. that's why I'm actually asking for aggregate scores. Just yeah, yeah. You have ties. At the end, imagine if I get get it right with the score. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost 100 sure you won't get it right because, yeah, you won't I'm pretty sure I won't get it right either. Man, it's just in giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so we're well, back to you, Liverpool Bayern. Oh, yeah, who goes through, Linger? Let's go. And I need the score line. So, it'll be what? Okay, so sorry, so Liverpool. What's your bracket? Everybody's bracket is the same right now. Everybody on here, we have the same semi-final bracket. Same. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Liverpool go through. What's your What's your scoreline? Oh, for me? No, oh, no, no, no. For me, um, three two. Okay, fair enough. Three two. Josh. Liverpool Bayern. That's, oh it's no! It's tough, though. It's tough. That's a tough one. And what's my heart? And what's my sense? <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be. Oh my! I don't know if those guys have, have they played in a long time. They did. Last they time, each other in a while. Mane, Mane has scored against them a lot in the last few years. The quarterfinal. Oh, okay. They played. I would say four two. I'm gonna go with that. I think four two is like is, is, is a sweet spot. Uh, sorry, four to uh, Liverpool. Okay. Uh, let me see who he has going through. Dio has. I don't want Liverpool though, but Dio has Liverpool going through. <laughs> wow, everybody's so big on Liverpool. Dio has Liverpool going through. I mean, we're really good, and we're really we're really committed. No, we know, we know. <laughs> yeah, Must that's... be nice. <laughs> I didn't say that this time. I said we know. We know. You said it with your tone. <laughs> Oh my, it's good. It's okay. We had our day in the sun. It's all right. It's all right. I have people going through. I have people going through three one. I think it'll be close, but I think Bayern's defense is. I don't. Sule. But I see. Okumakano. I see. I see Lewandowski scoring more than one. You do. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's actually a fair point. I just I look at Bayern's defense. Mm. Sule, Opomakano, nah. They're not going to be able to deal with Liverpool's like just crosses and the and press. Look and... at our defense. <laughs> Yo, I don't understand you. I've got so Matt much of this stuff around my house. I need to compile it all for one of these for one of these podcasts. I think Magic has been. Do you think Magic has been, been, a better been better than Virgil? Actually. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Magic's I think he's been, been better before the season. I now have a Magic kit because I'm for the streets. And <laughs> don't forget Joel Magic. I now have the only Magic kit on kit on earth. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's that's funny for the streets, Matip. Yeah, I think he's good. Matip is very good. It was just been injury prone for a while, but since Konate yeah. Konate has been great as well. Like Gomez made me really enthusiastic, but of course Trent and 
Robbo, who barely defend, are also amazing. Yeah. Okay. Man City, Chelsea, Linga. Let's go. Um, if Man City played Chelsea, I think Man City's going to win. Yeah. Overall, 4-2. Oh, sorry, Matt. I take that back. Okay. Step back. Back to you. I think yeah, I, I, do with Madrid. You're yeah, 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 the only person that has Madrid, yes. Yeah. Um, oh, Madrid Once again, once again, I don't know. I, I have Madrid going through. Oh, you do? Ooh. I don't know. I just don't. I don't trust City when things get so close. Does that make sense? Like, okay. honestly, like on paper, City should win them nine games, beat them nine games out of ten. But I just don't. I don't know. I think Real Madrid have the like the nows and like the the Champions League experience and like I see I see I think I see Madrid going through and I easily also see myself being wrong. Okay. Overall, did I say three two? No, you don't say it's close. Uh, yeah, about a two one or three two. Choose one. I need I need to call it three two. <laughs> it goes through. Okay. <laughs> Josh, Man City or Madrid? Another tough one, but this could be where the upset is. Mm. Okay. This could be where the upset is. I'll probably go. I want to say I want to say Man City, but I'm going to go with Real Madrid. Just you know, just to echo everything. Just there's something about Real Madrid once they get to the semis. I think it's going to be a close one. I think what's his name? Uh, Pep, like we always say, is going to overthink it with Real Madrid. And I could just see, I could just, I don't know, I could just see Real Madrid is uh, shocking the world and reaching the finals. So I'm going to say, I want to say 3 3 and, and then go to penalties sure. on this one. But do I say three three and then penalties? Real Madrid wins. I'll, okay, I'll go with three two, three two. Real Madrid. Okay. All right. All so right. Man City, Chelsea. Man City, Chelsea. Who you got? I have I have Man City. I have Man City. I see another. Yeah. I see a three one victory aggregate scoreline. I see City getting to the second final. Um, Dio has City getting to the final too. So right now we have Liverpool, Madrid for you, um, Josh, and then Linger. And uh, me and Dio have Liverpool, Man City. Wow, fun times. <laughs> so I guess we're repeating the finals of what, 2018 finals? Real Madrid. Yes, that's true. So yeah. now I'll start with you, Josh. Who is the winner? And give me a score. Real. Oh. That's it. Okay, you know what? Could this be Real Madrid's year? I hope it is, just because I don't want to see Liverpool winning the sixth uh, Champions seventh, League. Seventh, my friend. Would that be seventh? Oh, yeah, my goodness. Oh, oh, seventh. Wow. Okay, so it's wow. at the point where it doesn't even matter at this point then. Okay. It's, 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 it's long gone. <laughs> it's long gone. Okay. Um, in that, okay, in that, in that case... Ancelotti or Klopp? Because I think when it comes to the finals, it's it's a coach. It becomes about the coach a lot of the time. Uh, 
can I say Liverpool? I'm going to say Real Madrid. And the reason I'm going to say Real Madrid is because I think the, obviously we're going to talk about the Man City-Liverpool game, depending on how that game goes. Uh, it depends on if Liverpool is still in the title race. Uh, if Liverpool is still in the title race by, uh, sorry. Okay, because the league will be over by then. League will be over by then. Okay, so if the title race gets to the last day, then I see Real Madrid winning it. But if it doesn't go to the last day and Liverpool is out of the title race, like, uh, you know, a couple of games before the last day of the season, then I see Liverpool winning it. But uh, in this case, I will say, can Real Madrid do the double on Liverpool? I want to see if they can do the double on Liverpool. That I can, I can see that being a story. I can see that being a football story for years to come. What's your scoreline? To do a double. Yeah, I could. So Real Madrid, I'll say Real Madrid in the finals. Uh, in the finals, it's usually I'll say one nothing. Yeah, because usually finals don't usually they don't score too many goals. Okay. Because everyone's pretty uh, conservative in finals. Okay. Linger. If all of these things come to pass, we win the Champions League. We beat Real Madrid. It's not the Real Madrid of Ronaldo and Bale. Um, Mo's arms will be taped to his sides so he can't get his shoulders dislocated. Carius, concussed or not, cannot be there. It's Alton Becker instead. In this in this rematch, I did a scoreline there. Oh, yeah, two one. Liverpool, two one. Okay. It's like my lowest scoreline I've given so far. So <laughs> yeah. it's realistic, very realistic. Uh, Dio has Liverpool winning it, winning it all, actually, funny enough. And just like Dio, I think Liverpool, which I think <laughs> Pep leaving City, or maybe he stays, but I think Liverpool beats Man City again. Just because I think Man City are going to win the league. That's what I think. I You see, I'm more, if, we, if it was in the Champions League final, I would be more sure we would beat them in the Champions League final than I am that we're, we're going to beat them on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah, about the yeah. final where I'm like, I, I I buy into us in a final. Fair enough. So, yes, I think Liverpool are going to win. I've been beating these drums in the group stages that I think Liverpool are favorites for Champions League. Even when they're not that great, I'm like, mm, I think they're, they're favorites. So, that's our bracket. Liverpool, 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 Liverpool. Oh, Real Madrid. Only Real Madrid. I'll I'll print up the um, I guess league. Now watch you guys jinx us and Benfica Benfica beat us like five nil. Uh, uh, that just that would be like the Euros all over again. That would be like the Euros. Just one game ruined the entire bracket. Like just <laughs> I'll celebrate. I'll be so happy. I'll be so happy that happens because I'm you know I'm tired of this. The travel will, will be intact. That's all I'm after. Because <laughs> at this point, travel is you know is is a is a big risk. Uh, yeah. who does a donkey of the week? So, I'm gonna I'll start with a past donkey that turns into my kudos. Okay, okay. so the year that we the men's team, Liverpool men's team, won the Premier League, our women's team was relegated. Um, which is just like it's just terrible, right? I think it yeah, just showed sure. the lack of investment in the women's game. And today they won the championship, so they're going back up. So oh, kudos to them. Yeah. Um, I think the club's trying to do more. I think the fans are trying to do more 
in supporting them. So kudos to them for winning. Super exciting. They'll be back in the women's league with all the other teams who actually like take care of their women's teams more. So I'm really excited about it. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. We kind of started last week uh, WSL Women's Super mm. League segment, which which she started um, last week. So we're trying to do have more like Women's Super League segments. Exactly. Talk, uh, women's soccer. So that's that's a good one. Um, Josh. So like the donkey of the week. Oh geez, do I even have any? Kudos. kudos. They will come back to donkey. I guess. Oh, oh kudos for the week. Uh, just because you were talking about women's football. Uh, okay, actually, I do have. Okay, I'll say three. I'll say three, but really quick. Uh, Wolfenda was supposed to have one, but I think it's fair to have. Obviously, the Canadian national team. Uh, that was obviously since 1987. I mean, 85 or 86. Yeah. That's a long time, and it's really great to see uh, the country come together because for a long time, no one cared about um, football. And over, we've, we've started seeing that growth in the last five, six years where there's been a lot of um, investment in, in the sport. Uh, you're seeing it among young kids. Um, you know, now in your local communities, uh, football is being talked about a lot more, being played. So it's nice to see that um, all that investment beginning to uh, uh, come to fruition. So, so it, obviously you got it. Um, so a big shout out to uh, the Canadian national team. Mm -hmm. I'll also say shout out to um, it was the women's champions league. Uh, I think it was Barcelona. Oh yeah, El Clasico, the women's El Clasico. Was it yeah, like 98,000? Like, 98, like 98, fully wow. packed, incredible, incredible. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's a testament to, once again, uh, FIFA and football. Uh, it's crazy how when I was growing up, um, if you were a female soccer player, a female football player, you had to go to the States to play mm. professionally. But now it's it's now it's now switched. Different. Europe has done a, UEFA has done a great job in investing in women's sports. Yeah, and, you want to go to Arsenal, you want to go to Tottenham, you want to go to Barcelona, like exactly PSG, and and I think that's what uh, American sports need to learn from that as well. Because I know in the NBA, you know, everyone wants to talk about we need equal rights, we need equal this, we need equal that. You've got to build. At the end of mm -hmm. the day, if nobody's watching you play, there's not much. You know, we can't manufacture money and merch from you know. So I would say I'm not saying that. Uh, I just feel. The American leagues in basketball, uh, hockey, they need to learn from UEFA and try to invest from in the grassroots. And it's going to take time. It's not going to be overnight. I remember the yeah. first Women's World Cup. I think it was the World Cup of 20, 2012, I believe. That was like the first like big World Cup that to make that statement for women's football. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, so that was, I'll say that's my second one. And also for Ericsson, um, he had a good game this weekend. Yes. And then beat Chelsea. So it's nice to see he's back in good health and he's actually um brentford is beginning to see uh, his quality so that's why i wanted to do the three very good very good one i have like double i think like double or like three so one is leipzig uh player christopher Nkunku doing extremely well in bundesliga cool 16 goals 11 assists it's a player i really like um second is for their coach when he took over and they fired jesse marsh who is now leads coach they went mm -hmm. dumps. They were in relegation zone. They were in the dumps. They were close to relegation zone. Maybe not relegation. They were like close, like 16, 15. They were doing really bad. Right now, they are fourth. Then Champions League spots. 
they've done incredibly well since they took over in October, November. Mm. And they are now in Champions League spot. Dominic Tedesco has done an incredible job with Leipzig. It's very exciting. Yeah, they've gone all the way and they are fourth right now. They're in the last Champions League qualifying spot. The last is to Cameroon. Our big rivals don't like them too, just like a <laughs> But I'll give them credit. I, someone said on our group chat, Cameroon is the Germany of African nations in that they might not mm. play well, but they have an incredible mm. world to win. Especially yeah. when it comes to AFCON. Sure. And like for them to score after conceding any normal team, that would break their will. Like they consider that a goal to Algeria, but they scored in extra time to make it out. That was that was incredible. You know, I give them that that will they always have. They get my kudos. I'll go to my donkey before I let you guys hear donkey of the week. My donkey of the week. <laughs> I've combined donkey of the week. <laughs> Manchester United players. Uh just for the fact that, you know. Yeah, top four is still mathematically on, and they played the game like it's a friendly. They're on the beach. It's right in the first half. It's like, come on now. Except for the match going fans that always cheer you guys. I Me, mean, I've, I've signed out. I've signed out since Watford a long time ago. I've signed out of them. But like the match going fans that go and like, you know, do all, they spend their money, their time, and they play that game like, come on, all of them. The, mm. the collective donkey of the week. Manchester United board, second, professional um, <laughs> statement saying, Oh, they are disappointed in like Ragnik. You hire manager, and I see why they get my donkeys. You hire a manager who's known specifically for building football clubs, structure-wise, but you hire him to go and do a temporary uh, yeah. firefighting job. When his resume, the most impressive thing is his resume is literally the opposite of that, being a director of football. That's dumb, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So they get my donkey of the week for now coming out to complain when they, they did. And didn't even back him in the summer, in the January window. Didn't buy anybody. Uh, so they get my collective uh, donkey of the week. Anybody wants to go? Yeah. Um, I will go with, uh, obviously, United is, yeah, I think this season has just been, you know, they're just donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a team made of donkeys. So I, don't, <laughs> I think I echo um, Ayo on that. Um, the second one, I want to say, I'm not a, obviously I'm not an English, um, like an England uh, national team supporter, but I got to give it to Southgate because uh, I've been meaning to speak on that. Uh, I think he's a donkey of the week. Uh, he's somebody who he says something, but does something else. You know, he has his favorites. Uh, the fact that he uh, picked Maguire uh, when uh, Tamari was, you know, Tamari was there. So it's like, does Southgate actually watch other leagues? You know, like what, like what is his plan for England? You have Sancho, like Sancho, they make it. Um, Luke Shaw showing up, Maguire, and then his defense uh, for Maguire's boo. To me, it was just, it just didn't make sense to me. And I just feel like Southgate just has his favorites. And so to me, I'm just, I'm, I'm calling him the donkey of the week. So, and he deserves to get booed as well in the next game that they play. Okay. <laughs> I think I think booing Maguire is harsh, but I don't think Southgate should be picking him. I think you should stand up for your player and be like, he gives a lot to England. But still choosing him is like, is it is this not based on form? Like, I'm sorry, Maguire's confidence is shot. I, I already think he's a shit player, but his confidence is also shot. So for your own team, don't choose him. Okay. Yeah. Fair, fair. 
Yeah. Um, my, I don't know. I wasn't really sure. Um, Lampard, I think, is one of my donkeys of the week. How does this guy get these jobs? Like, is it former player privilege or something? Like, he's driving Everton into the ground. He's uncle. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a bad, he's a bad manager. Yeah. He's the new, uh, he's the 2022, is it Martin O'Neill? <laughs> I don't even know. Lampard, that Lampard was immediately up there. And then, like, this isn't as egregious as usual, but, like, some of the refing decisions just have me scratching my head, man. Like, I think the refs, they're just perpetual donkeys. The English refs are so bad, and I don't understand why. Like, that tackle, like, I don't buy into the Arsenal conspiracy hype, but that tackle in the United game, I'm just like, but how is, but what? Like, I, I worry there, about there being favoritism towards particular teams or players. Like, stuff has happened with Kane where I'm like, he should have been penalized for this. Stuff has happened with the United where, like, there should have been some sort of penalty for this. Not penalty, like a real one, but, like, some sort of, accountability for this and like i just keep not seeing it and it's really frustrating so that ref in particular yeah. i forgot who it was gets donkey of the week but generally the state of english refing gets donkey of the season okay you're talking yeah. about Nick taco right mm. mark tomney's taco right yesterday right yeah 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 Yeah, that was a bad that's that was a red card <laughs> that was a clear red card. i didn't know what what happened there why don't you i was like yeah it is it's quite obvious to me you know what? what i mean like sometimes it's confusing maybe you don't maybe you don't get it but i'm just like but this is actually very clear it is. Yeah, because remember the Pogba one against Liverpool? Mm -hmm. Remember when he comes on and sends him off straight out? Pretty much the same tackle, except Pogba actually got the ball. Pogba's and, was and more valid to me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, they're kind of picking and choosing. And then I think you're right, City as well, they seem to just keep getting away with calls. You yeah. know, it's just, I don't know. I think yeah, you're right. I think refs play into, they play into like the teams. It's like they're um that decisions are influenced by the team and how the game is right. going so you're right okay um we've come to the end of the of the show um if you're watching us like share subscribe um, like share subscribe <laughs> yeah. support liverpool you're very welcome all are welcome <laughs> except data as of data <laughs> <laughs> you see us on youtube uh i think like 30 minutes an hour after you can re-watch re it if you're just joining just mm -hmm. watch it on youtube um liverpool i guess i wish you guys well oh wait who you got liverpool city who's gonna win oh liverpool oh, oh okay. on sunday no i think oh so okay we could just do quick predictions i think it's a draw i think it's a draw i, I yeah. i'm going i'm going one one I'm going draw 2-2 two, two or Liverpool win 2-1. Okay, Josh. I'm going to go Liverpool 1-0. Mm. Wow. So, so you think Liverpool's going to I think that's going to put Pep in a, in a frenzy. And I think mm. he's going to start overthinking Champions League. And then that's just mm. going to be the... But he'll end up probably winning the league. But, Yeah. If Liverpool wins that game on Sunday, City's on. I that. think Liverpool, they can still drop a point somewhere. I mean, we can all still drop points. Everyone's looking like this game's easy, that game's easy, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, man, I've seen us lose <laughs> to worse teams than the like, like the, who we're about to play. You never okay. know. <laughs> never lose. Just a draw. Never know. Right? Just a draw is enough to like, especially when it's back to back. Just a draw yeah. is enough right. to um, you know, ruin your chances. I, I don't think that's happening. I think <laughs> if Liverpool wins that game on Sunday, I think they'll win the league. The only way City wins that league is not to allow Liverpool win it on mm -hmm. Sunday. I, in my opinion, that's what I think anyway. Uh, we have to Ooh. go. Later. Thanks for joining. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, always.
All right. Thanks for the invite. As yeah. Well. See you cool. later. <laughs> Josh, thanks for coming, man. I have to. Uh, I appreciate it. Bye. Okay, All right. Take care, guys.